Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, recognizing the value of financial advice since 1937. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. Copenhagen didn't really do much on greenhouse gas emissions, and the Senate is still stuck on its energy bill. So today, the EPA stepped up. Now, how much do you suppose it's going to cost to meet the new rules for smog? From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Progressive Insurance with more than 30,000 local independent agents. Information available at Progressive.com. And by Elance, where businesses can connect with programmers, designers, marketers, and other independent professionals to get jobs done. You can build a team online at Elance.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It is Thursday, today, the 7th of January. Glad to have you with us. All right, now, everybody, do this for me, would you? Take a deep breath, hold it, and exhale. I did that because today the Environmental Protection Agency proposed tough new limits for the most persistent air pollutant out there, smog. It's going to cost companies and eventually consumers a pretty penny to clean up emissions to meet those new standards, and not just in the big urban corridors either. From the Marketplace Sustainability Desk, Sam Eaton reports. Search for an iconic picture of smog and chances are you'll find a shot of the Los Angeles skyline. And for good reason. Smog forms when tailpipe and industrial emissions mix with sunlight. Ingredients L.A. has in spades. Frank O'Donnell with Clean Air Watch says the good news is that smog is much better today than it was 40 years ago. The bad news is that we know a lot more now than we used to about the damage that smog can do. And we know now that lower levels of smog can cause much greater damage than we previously thought. Which means it's not just a threat to the health of urban residents, but also people living in the Dakotas, in Iowa, in Nevada. The list goes on. Under the Bush administration, EPA scientists found that even these rural residents are at risk of higher heart and respiratory illnesses associated with smog. And according to the EPA, the tens of billions of dollars to treat those illnesses is roughly equal to the cost of meeting the new standards. But the companies that would be forced to bear those costs, from lawnmower makers to agribusiness and oil refineries, aren't exactly lining up. Here's Howard Feldman with the American Petroleum Institute, the oil industry's chief lobby. Obviously, as a society, we've gone after the cheapest and most efficient emissions reductions first. So as you're talking about needing more emissions reductions, you know, the, that last pound costs more and more to take out of the air meaning bigger hits to profits as industries are forced to make expensive upgrades. The public now has 60 days to comment on the proposal before it becomes final. In Los Angeles, I'm Sam Eaton for Marketplace. The big retail chains have started reporting how their stores did in the crucial month of December, and company-by-company company results were mixed. But Thomson Reuters crunched them all together for us today and came up with a 3% increase overall over December last year, which is... and. Please stop me if you've heard this phrase before, better than analysts were expecting. So do you suppose that means the rest of retail and the rest of the economy are getting better too? Marketplace's Mitchell Hartman has that one. First, keep in mind that last month's sales are being compared to December 2008, which was a terrible time for retailers, says Ken Perkins of Retail Metrics. We really didn't recoup what we gave back last year. So while, while they're better, uh, certainly not where we would be relative to two years ago. 
And this raises a big question. Should we even be using the free spending years before the recession to benchmark today's retail economy and expecting sales to ever reach that level again? You know, there seems to be this transformational change in the economy where consumers have become more frugal. And certainly consumers cannot use their homes as piggy banks as they did in the mid-2000s to just continue to take equity out and buy whatever they wanted with it. Economist Sarah Johnson of IHS Global Insight says retailers just can't count on consumers to spend like they used to. Consumers are value shoppers. They're saving more of their income. They're attempting to reduce their debt burdens and rebuild their retirement savings. So this will be a cautious environment for retailers for several years to come. One bright spot is online sales, which have continued to grow by double digits, even in the recession. But that hasn't boosted retail sales overall, says Sucharita Mulperu of Forrester Research. It's just